This is Live from the Table, a Comedy Cellar affiliated podcast coming at you on Sirius XM 99 Raw Dog. And, <laughs> and on the Laugh Button Podcast Network, I'm here with Perry L. Ashenbrand. She's the show's producer. For want of a better uh, designation, we have Dove David off with us. He's a regular uh, at the Comedy Cellar and, 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 and a, a frequent guest here on Live from the Table. And of course, there is our unsung behind the scenes hero, Miss Nicole Lyons, who does our audio and video. Nicole, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Fine. Thank you. I rely on Nicole because for her opinions on the show, because I feel she's sort of an everywoman. Yes. And um, so I ask her, I figure if she likes what we're doing, it's probably good. Now, the only problem is, is her opinions. She's hard to read. Well, she doesn't like what you're doing. <laughs> and so uh, she has, she's trying to hide it. So you experience that as opacity when in fact it is it is it is. Uh, that may be that may be. Uh, but I think she's sort of an understated person uh, to begin with. But you may be onto something. No, no, she's not an easy read. But you also. But she's, she's from upstate New York. And that's how those people typically. That's are. how they she's typically are. You got to grin and bear it, baby. You got to get up early. She's outside from the Binghamton area, not even Binghamton. She that Binghamton was like a big trip for these people. Yes. No, no, no. Such a Binghamton is like, well, we're going to the city. <laughs> and Listen. then it was Binghamton. What's the name of that town you're from again? Um, Appalachian. But is that, is that near Oneonta school. at all? Um, it sort of. It's maybe like an hour or so. OK, away. that was that was the big thing from my, the commune, my, the cult my mother was on, is that we would get to go to Oneonta once a week. Yeah, that's while. like a little house on the prairie when they would go to Mankato. Yep, yep. There was a movie house in Oneont. And uh why did we, you just drop the A? Well, because I'm trying to make this more interesting. It's <laughs> clearly as dull as it gets right now. So we're trying to I don't know. I think you drop Oneont. a couple of letters off. You got an Oneont and you got a big in town. Um what are we what and you seem to think that Nicole would actually tell you if she thought it was just painfully boring. Well, but 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 that's the thing. I don't listen to what she's saying. I listen to how she's saying. Yes. Oh, yeah. But how she's saying it doesn't seem to vary. A lot. They call it <laughs> between the lines. <laughs> Nadam he can I, read I, you, boy. Uh, Poker yeah. face, Nadam. You know, she says, oh, yeah, it was very, very good. Then yes. I that, then I know that she hated it. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like when when you you it's it's the same thing in show business. Nobody ever tells That's you the right. truth. If, if you if you say it's oh, the way they use the word love, because everybody says I loved it. Yeah, I love it. You pitch a show yep. to a network. They yep. always are going to love it. Yep. They're uh, going to say that. So yes. we're a big fan, big fan, big, big fan. fan, big fan. You know, what? big fan can I, mean been, anything from been leaving your voicemails for a year and a half. If you're <laughs> such a big fan, what's 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 wrong with your cell phone? Because I haven't seen anything from your side. If you're such a big fan, big fan can mean anything from big fan to drop dead. I hate you your guts. You I hate your know, guts. I'm a big fan. But you have to listen to how they're saying it and, how, and what they're doing. Big fan. Um, in any case, oh, I want to um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, a, a pretty big loss in the comedy world this week in the stand up comedy world. Bud Friedman. Gerson Friedman was his real name. I found out. Um, I Bud, Bud Friedman at the age of 90 uh, died this week in uh, Los Angeles. Bud was the founder and owner of the Improv Comedy Club uh, originally in New York. It started in 1963. We had comedy and music and then he brought it out to Los Angeles. I know Dove, you lived in L.A. For some number of years, I don't know if you were a regular at at, at Bud's uh, Bud's uh, club or not. Well, certainly I was at yeah at the Improv. Yeah, was was that Bud's club? 
Or had he the, sold the, it by that uh, time? No, I think it was. I, I don't think I think it was his until I don't okay. know if he ever sold. Oh, I didn't know I'm that. Sure. I didn't know that. And he, I don't think he was there much because I was. Well, there he a hasn't lot. been well the past, say, nine years or so. Yeah, I got uh, you. I got you. Yeah. No, no, I'm very familiar with the club and the and the brand, you know, and, and now it's they have improvs all over the country. And I think I think Bud used to be uh, much well, more active franchise. I don't think Bud owned them. I think they. Uh, OK, so he sold the the right. I think that the it was name, the subway. of Im- comedy. Yeah, I think that he sold the name improv. How much mm. value it had? I mean, the improv, there was a TV show evening of the improv. So I guess that there was a time when the name improv in and of itself probably did bring some people into the door. I don't know if that's still the well, case. Without quality control, what good is a brand? I mean, the whole thing about, you know, when you go to McDonald's, you don't want it looking entirely different down the road with different food. Right. I mean, the whole thing about a brand. I well, associated right. value. Yeah. So uh, but what do I know? Then no one cares. But but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what like a comedy club franchise, like a McDonald's franchise. You got to go to McDonald's University and learn how to make the burgers. That's right. And, and is, so I wondered what Bud did thing? for the, this franchise. Yeah, there really is. A, I think a McDonald's, you are a hamburger. Oh, it's a fine, are you fine institution of higher learning. You have oh, to yes. go to McDonald's University. I don't know if they call oh, it that. Oh, the university. Like wow. Oh. Because everything has to be the exact same. Right, right, right. So with a comedy club, I don't know to what extent. You got an MBS. It's a, it's a master's in burger science. You, you, you go to a McDonald's university. But anyway, you said finest. you had a story about Bud. Uh, I did. Out. I do have a story about Bud. I um, I probably about five or six years ago, I was writing a weekly column, which is actually how I met Noam also. What was for, the column about? Perry it out? was called uh, The Chosen Ones. It was for Tablet Magazine. Oh, it was, sort of famous and famous ish or culturally relevant Jews tablets, a cultural, a Jewish cultural magazine. Oh, okay. And um, I had just, just started getting into comedy. And so I was really interested in interviewing people of the like. And so I reached out to Bud to see if I could interview him. And they said, yes, I think he had just had a book come out. um, And they told me to meet him in a hotel. I think this was pre Weinstein. And so I said, sure. Um, and I showed oh, up. Oh, my word. And, um, oh, and she was a firecracker. And nobody had mentioned that Bud at that point was oh. paralyzed and in a wheelchair oh. and had had a massive stroke and couldn't speak. I didn't know that. Yeah. The past like seven, eight years, he, he wasn't, you know, functioning. I, I didn't know that. Wow. It was. But, you know, I mean, I think um, mentally he was totally there. But when you have a massive stroke, if it affects the side of your brain that controls the speech, you become paralyzed and your speech oh, becomes God. affected. Sure. It was such a crazy thing to omit yeah. from like hi would you like to interview this person yeah and just to not mention to sort of prepare to communicate as best you could because he could still masturbate which is really the important (laughs) part of this meeting that that's what i found no (laughs) that's the left that was the the takeaway um now luckily my grandmother had had that same exact um kind of stroke so i actually didn't flinch and i knew like exactly how to rock and roll but it was pretty crazy and he was um he was really lovely i bet but yeah. not in great shape yeah yeah my my, my uh I, I only interacted with him a couple of times we, we did a cruise together he did like an improv at sea like this was in the 90s and i spent a week on a cruise ship with him how is that it a, was interesting yeah he was quite in, in the 90s yeah we were on the uh the uh westerdam uh, holland america line westerdam 
Was, was, he, Ron, was he in comedy then? I don't know much about him. He owned the club. And, I know he owned and he was it. also host of the evening at the improv. Oh, oh OK. So he was sort of a so performer. He went on stage and he was more of the MC. I don't, he didn't. Right. I don't think but he an active personality yeah, in comedy. Got you. And he had that. Um, yeah, it was wearing a monocle. Oh, I remember the monocle. Yes. Now, was yeah. that just for show or? I think so. Yeah, I think um, he was sort of a dapper guy. Either that or he's uh, yeah. selling peanuts. <laughs> now, classic, classic move. You could just have a monocle. You sell a peanut. You know the planter's peanut guy. Oh, oh yeah, tremendous, yeah, yeah. Oh, tremendous branding. Um, <laughs> nothing more erudite than the than the peanut. I was I I was watching on YouTube. Louis Farrakhan. He does like this hour long defense of Kyrie. Kyrie is it? Kyrie. I always think Kyrie because Mister Mister song, but um. Kyrie Irving it's spelled the same way, but Kyrie. How does a you know anti-Semitic guy? Well, I guess of course he's going to defend it. Yeah, I mean, so you're just not looking. You'd need to hear it from a more legitimate source in that context. But, but go the ahead. point is, is none of that's the point that I want to okay, make. Sorry. The point is, this guy looks amazing. Oh, does he look good? He's boy. 89 years old, which 89. I didn't realize. I'm watching him on YouTube. I'm like, yo, he's been around a while. I remember him from college. How old is this guy? Like 70. I look up. This guy's 89 years old, and and he. Rants about the Jews like a man half his age. <laughs> oh, 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 he's as he's as passionate as ever when it comes. To, <laughs> I mean, it's not just that he looks really... not just that he looks good, but his, yeah. his his when he speaks when he speaks passionately about yeah. things that interest him, like yeah. like uh, the Jewish like hatred of the white hatred of the white, white man and in Jews, general, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the energy and dynamism. And you yeah. have to say you have to. Well, you know, you have to admire that. Nicole, is there any way we can pull up maybe a little clip of Farrakhan uh, speaking uh, about Kyrie and Kanye? It's on YouTube. If you just Google Ky uh, search Kyrie and Farrakhan, I, I don't know if you can do that or not. Um, I'll try. Oh, look who's here. But uh, OK, is he here already? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. That really threw me for a loop. But uh, noise. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, all that loathing probably keeps him young. Well, I don't know oh, what it is. Oh, sweet, sweet loathing. You have I that passion. I mean, we've talked yes. about that before, fire. that if you have fire. a passion for something, it keeps yes. you young, right? It's like, Yeah, I, that could be part of it. So I mean, hating could be part Jews. of it, or maybe he intermittent yeah. fasts, or I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he had, because he's a Muslim, you know, maybe they have a diet that's, or maybe he's just got good genetics. But whatever it is. People have always undervalued the, the, uh, the hatred variable, that that kind of the vitriol. A lot of these Nazis. in terms of longevity of a life. I mean, you just talk about love and family. Nobody ever <laughs> says, you know, what's good. You know, you want to live a good long time, really de develop a stiff, uh, uh, you know, ha hatred of a group of people. A lot of those Nazis lived quite a while as well. Certainly so did. I don't know if Certainly there's any did. we can make anything of it or if there's a study that's been done on this. But uh, and Nicole, how are we doing on the Farrakhan clip if if. Uh, I don't think we can okay. zoom. Sorry. Okay. Um. But but I would uh, I would uh, you know tell people to go look just just to search on YouTube Farrakhan and and Kanye and he does a and a now first of all for an eighty nine year old to rant for an hour. He's got a lot of energy, you know. I mean, look, we're being tongue in cheek about this whole thing, but I think if you're passionate about anything, what we learn from, you know, people, if you if you have this message, and he clearly does, he's been a communicator for. I don't know, half a century. Uh, you know, he's a passionate guy, keeps himself in shape. And, uh, you know, he, he doesn't loves... look like he's that in shape. He's no. robust. He's sort of doughy. He's robust. But to be to be 89 and you're not 
skinny and wasting away is in and of itself. I mean, at that age, you kind of want to be a little bit. Listen, I'm really most interested in how he got a million views on that video. Because people don't like Jews. That's how he got a million views on that video. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, and people especially and people do like Farrakhan. He's got a big following. He's very charming. He speaks very well. He's captivating. I'm listening to him like, you know, oh, then I <laughs> and then I have to remember that I'm Jewish, but I'm like, you know, that those fuck. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 they know he's very, very captivating as a speaker. OK, you know, and and he's speaking to an audience that's very ready to hear it. Mm. A lot of what he's saying. So, yeah, you know, that, yeah, there's that... your million views right there. It's a lot of views, isn't it? Well, I don't know if it's it's a lot of views for 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 him is is the question, right? Like, is it people that tune in to watch him weekly anyhow? Does he get a million views every week or or did it pump up twice because of the Jews? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but but he's been famous for a long time. Uh, Many, many, many years. I'm really just thinking in terms of how to generate that for my own career. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, you go hardcore (laughs) anti-Semite. You'll have a rave. You'll have such a following. It's a deal with the devil, but and he's um, really he's up on things. He's he's up on you know the latest uh, what's going on in the world and uh, brother Kyrie. I I have an interesting since people are probably losing the thread. I can feel the audience at home. I, they've heard about this Farrah. I was about to do my Farrakhan impression. Oh my bad. Go ahead. And man. brother Kyrie, <laughs> I say to you, stand strong. Yes, yeah, that was good. And does a good impression, man. Because you know that, and we know you. He's talking about the Jews. He goes, we know your Torah. (laughs) And we know your Talmud. And we know you. And you will not break us. And I say to Brother Kyrie. But that's, you know. That's very good. (laughs) That that was amazing. That was very good. Yeah. So um, what what was he saying more specifically? But uh, does, what's his reasons for not liking? Because the Jews own the slave ships that brought my people in chains. That's a good. That's really good. I don't think he, that's he, true, he, is he, it? But even if it were the people that work on the slave, it's not like it was just the Jews. I mean, the you know the white. Well, he were... wrote a book years ago called "The Secret History Between Blacks and Jews," where he he said that the slave trade was largely in Jewish hands. No, I don't think that is true, uh, but that's what he said. OK, and and that's what he believes. And that the the right, the ships were owned primarily by Jews, according to this thesis that he which, again, I don't think has any basis in reality. Right, right, right. Not that that matters. Uh, but oh, but even if it did, if you had some opportunistic Jews that are able to get this boat t- together and operate those logistics and and generate a business, the people on the other side buying the slaves were white Southern, white Southerners but with cotton plantations, none of whom were Jewish. Well, that's uh, with the exception of a few, including oddly oh. enough, Larry David's great grandfather. <laughs> oh, this is true. Larry <laughs> David's great grandfather was a slave owner and a Confederate. So, I mean, of all people, incredible. of all people, you would say be the least likely to have a Confederate incredible. ancestor. Uh, Larry David would 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 be up in the top in your top five. That's top five least ever, least likely to have yeah. a Confederate grandfather. Yeah. It would be him. Awful. Yeah, top five. And I guess uh, George Takai would be all. the. All yes, the he would be up there. Yeah, yes. yes. But and, and others. But but yeah, Larry David. It's, so it's bizarre. But yeah, but uh, the slave trade was a un- regrettably everybody was in on it. 
Of course, everybody. Everybody was in, was in on it, from including Africans, including Jews. Well, that's including, no excuse. I mean, that doesn't. I'm not saying it's no, no, it's not an excuse. But, but you're choosing one people to go down to get down on, uh, you know, and you had black people selling other black people into slavery, and then other people capitalizing on that sale. And so everybody seems guilty. Sure, everybody has blood on their hands. Everybody has blood on their hands. And I don't even think his premise that the slave ships were largely owned by Jews is correct, but I haven't studied it. But I, I from what little I read, it, it's not. Um, where does he live? I trying... don't I don't know where he lives, but I'll tell you where he doesn't live. Where? Roslyn, right, Long Island. Great, great Neck, Long Island. Great Neck, Long Island. Um, yeah. Um, Jerusalem. But uh, I don't know where he lives. Uh, maybe maybe um, Nicole can look it up. Maybe she can't. I don't know. I can look it up. Um, if I had to guess a guy like that, I would say the South. I'm going to guess Georgia. And I, I would say I'm going to say Georgia, I think. Yeah, it sounds like an Atlanta, maybe like a, an Atlanta, uh, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. It's coming up. or maybe Detroit, because I think like uh, I think Detroit or Chicago is another because I think he's with Elijah Muhammad, who I think was from that area. Big presence used to have a big presence in Brooklyn, too. Right. Not sure. OK, we're going to keep playing this game. I like this. So where what's your final answer? My final answer. He was I think he might have been born overseas. Okay. Gonna, was he born overseas? What are you saying? Oh, I have no idea. Born, I don't even know how Dan knows as much about Farrakhan. I have born no idea. Born in New York City. OK, well, yeah, there you go. Okay. Born in New York City. OK, I know because I know he used to be a Calypso singer. So I thought maybe he was it's born unbelievable. Why that. do you know so much about Farrakhan? I'm, I don't know. I've been following about. the guy, you know, years, <laughs> years ago, he was like, Years ago, back in the in the 90s, we're talking yeah. about he was going to come to UPenn where I was a student. Oh, and it was a I don't know oh, if he ever came or he didn't come. It was a oh, big brouhaha, big brouhaha where like the Jewish students were saying we don't want him. And, right. And a lot of the black students, not all were saying, right. we, how dare you try to shut down Farrakhan? Right. And uh, and so it was a big thing even then. Right. You know, so so, um, you know, well, he's been around a long time and he's been I mean, obviously around well before then. Right. That's when I first got wind of him. So where does he live now? Chicago. I said, I think Chicago was one of my guesses. But he also bought a house in Arizona. How many children does he well, have? Minister oh. Farrakhan is a fertile man. I mean, if it's any to look at him, I think he could have kids now. Yes, he's very fertile. <laughs> so I'm gonna. he's got at least eight kids. A lot of those guys have a lot of kids. Anyway. He's catching up to Nick Cannon. How many he got? He has nine. Nine kids. Oh, it's a heavy, heavy load, boy. Oh, <laughs> gross. That is a lot yeah. of kids. And uh, yeah. Um. Anyhow, um. Nicole, any thoughts about the show so far? <laughs> well, again, see I, what I'm telling you. I'm see the wrong I'm... person to ask. I don't know who this person is. Like, <laughs> very out of the loop. You don't know who Minister Farrakhan is? I do not. I, I don't. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that she doesn't know that. Most people, I think, of this generation don't know Farrakhan. But you've surmised, given the discussion that we've been having, that he is he's a he's a he is a uh, uh, a a follower of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who is uh, what they call it. What's the name of that? It's like, no, but it's no, 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 no. Well, it's like a, a Muslim, black, black, but it's a brand of Muslim. I think five percent black Muslim or. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they call it. It's not like traditional Islam, I don't think, but uh, it's something Periel's looking this yes, up. Yes, their brand of 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 Islam, is, so as I understand it. Um, well, I it's guess what Muhammad Ali got involved. Oh, in, he was in the, right? Minister, the, the nation of Islam, the, the nation. Yeah, the nation of Islam, nation. the nation of it. That's it. The nation yeah. of Islam, the nation. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so Nicole, you learned something today. There you go. Yeah, I always learn from this show. 
Um, I guess that brings us to, well, first of all, one quick thing. Uh, for longtime listeners of the show, you know that years ago, Chris Montella was a co-host. Yes. Kristen Montella. She uh, used to work here at the Comedy Cellar. She was a co-host for the first several years of this podcast. I have not seen her in about five or six years. Oh. Big Steve King, who was the security guard around the corner, died. Yeah. We talked about this on a previous episode, and there was a memorial service for him around the corner at the Village Underground, and Chris Montella was there. I have not seen her in about five or six years. <laughs> I see her. I expect... <laughs> A big greeting. Oh, and I got a oh hey Dan, how you doing? And and continued walking. Yes. Yeah. I was a bit crestfallen, I must say. Crestfallen. I saw the look on his face. Uh but you know, you haven't seen somebody in five years. I didn't necessarily expect I yeah, know what uh, I expected, but I didn't expect that. Well, you didn't expect a nod, a passing nod. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, how there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so Leslie, yeah, yeah. Somebody you saw a few days ago on the train. Yeah. You know? now, oh, yeah. You know, look, I mean, obviously. Well, how did it end? That's it. Did she? You know, I didn't. No, no, no. I mean, before that, like, how how did she how did she leave the show? Like, did she leave under good? Oh, yeah. She, I think uh, it was about the time she got married and she just wanted to move on. You know, it wasn't bad at all. Mm -hmm. uh, according, according, according to the guy you're asking, <laughs> according to the girl who gave him a, a stiff, icy shoulder. But yeah, no, I got you. Is she is she still does she still perform? Is she still? She was never a performer. She used to manage here. Oh, well, you said and she, she was on the podcast. Okay. She worked here as a manager. Okay, well, you didn't. That was not. Clear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was not clear. And she then became a uh, the co-host. No one thought she'd be good on the podcast. She was kind of snippy dippy, as I guess maybe that 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 incident illustrates. But she was a bit snarky, a bit you know whatever. And, it was a fun uh, counterpoint personality, you know. Yeah, and um, so she had she was a the one the co-host. God, she, I she, she did only... roughly what you do. Before you. Well, I was just going to say, I can only imagine how you must but she describe wasn't... me when I'm not around. How I describe <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and, and, and positive, mostly positive. And mostly ways. Positive. I don't, in fact, I think entirely positive. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Um. Anyway, so if Chris Montel is listening, which I don't think she is, uh, know that you hurt me profoundly. I'm positive. <laughs> not listening. <laughs> and deeply. Um. I, I thought that we had a little something more than that. Uh, but in a, well, why didn't you say I'm so happy to see I you? Was, you were just well, I, it's first of all, that's not in my nature. And, I I, and, and I've, yeah. I was I was I felt rejected. And so I uh, didn't um, I just walked out and uh, that was that. And with right. your wounds. I mean, I know I feel like we're like futzing around here waiting for. Well, Noah. then we will start. Well, but let's what talk you about call the... futzing. I call genius podcast. <laughs> I want to hear Perhaps there's about a bit the... of a, a, a linguistic issue. Here. I want <laughs> I want to talk about the ping pong picture. We can talk okay. about the picture. Should I should I briefly? I didn't think it would be used to you were apparently. Uh, profoundly affected by it. Yeah, because to me, it wasn't a big deal. But there is a picture. Wait, wait, I just I need to pull it up so I can read exactly what you wrote, because speaking of linguistic twists, um, I, I don't know if it was the wording, but this made me scream yeah. yes. with laughter, like howl. Yeah, well, Dan's very funny. Well, so I didn't... Dan posted a picture on Instagram. Yes, I saw picture it. from 1984. Yeah. I'm in high school freshman year playing yeah. ping pong. Yes. With Mark Lodstein, who was one of my classmates. Lodstein, Wong. Well, and whilst then, Herman Huang and some other guy. Italian last Italian name. Italian last name. Yeah. We're looking on. I had yeah. no idea. I, I remember actually playing ping pong freshman year. I don't remember anybody taking a picture of it. 
This picture winds up on eBay somehow. That is tremendous. I mean, this and is it says historic images on it. Well, this is a very historic mm -hmm. image. I mean, well, the talking historic about Natterman, Lotstein. You're talking about <laughs> Lotstein, Wong, Natterman, and Patino. I mean, this is some game. <laughs> and then Dan, in the caption, Dan writes, "How a <laughs> how a photo of me playing ping pong in gym class with at Mark Lotstein wound up on eBay." Only God knows. <laughs> know. As if Lotstein were a significant presence in anybody else's life. Um, no, it's tremendous. And then I wanted to tremendous. buy it. Tremendous. But it's no longer available, I think. So somebody bought it. Or it didn't make bought. the bid. Or somebody put it on for nine million. You know, what was the bid on? 50 grand. Oh, so sweet. So somebody sweet. bought it. If I you're the one who bought that picture, it's I didn't probably one of your fans bought the picture. I don't think anybody bought that picture. Somebody bought that. Picture. And does it? Can you tell? I didn't know me? it was on eBay because I would have bought it. Can you, <laughs> can you tell it's me? I mean, it's sort of a. Yeah. A well, it says that it's you. I know it says in the back. It says the photo. It probably I mean, says there's like no comedian. Price I wouldn't have paid. You know what? How much? I, I'd love to know what the what. It I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Dan Natterman. I mean, who posts that? Maybe I mean, it was in the local newspaper or something. Right. But who cut it out and put it on eBay? Yeah, I don't know. And why would they? You know. No, it's Maybe the original image. It's not a it's so a historic a new, a newspaper. What, what, what are they selling? The newspaper clipping? No, if it was I in the, the original photo. How did you find that? Because Mark Lodstein told me. Uh, Mark Lodstein. I wish we could have call in. Um, Lodstein said, you can't look what I found. I was looking for like some ping pong pictures for something I was doing. And, and this really I, I just popped up. But on eBay, of all places, yeah, I figured well, it popped up on when Facebook. You, no, when you way Google of, it, way of Huang, you, when you Google it, you get to the eBay link. But wow. I can't find oh, that's it. good stuff, boy. That's good stuff. Oh, here it is. What? Whoa, she's screaming. You got it's it here. On, on I'm buying eBay? it on eBay. Wait, yeah. I'm going to outbid you. Nope. What is going on here? <laughs> uh, can we show the picture or no, uh, Nicole? No, we can't. Okay, okay Nicole. I'll tell you, Nicole doesn't sugarcoat it. She'll tell you. <laughs> no, we can't. She's not saying, OK, uh, let me try. No, 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 we can't. Don't no, ask. No, no, no. 1984 press photo. Mark Lotstein and Daniel Nattern oh, play tremendous. ping pong in gymnasium. That is tremendous. The seller, interestingly enough. Yeah, who's the seller? Historic images. Oh, one. Nobody buy this. I'm buying it before anybody can buy it. Well, but oh, I thought we were live for a second. But we're not. Live I'm also live. interested in why the seller and and the, who owns historic images. That's the name of a company, mm -hmm. or is are they suggesting this in fact is a historic image? I think maybe both. Like wow. his, his like, company, like he collects. This company, yeah, he's a collector, and then he takes his historic images to eBay. And so the great game between. So we're not talking about uh, Kasparov v. Uh, uh, you know well, what, who Gary? Who would be interested in that? <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're talking about the Lotstein, Wong, Nadaman, and Patino. Uh, it would be a great image on a T-shirt, for example. Uh, it would be tremendous image, as far as I'm concerned. I'm just wondering yeah, what the, the general public would be clamoring for that. Well, uh, maybe we'll find out. All right. Maybe listen. we'll have our first piece of merch. Listen, oh, we oh, you should you bid on it? Did you buy make T-shirts? I need to log out, but I'm going to buy it. And by the way, Nadaman's good at ping pong. Too. He's good at it. I'm not bad. Ping pong was like a big thing. Remember, like Susan Sarandon bought like a ping pong uh, club. A few yeah, I've been there. Yeah. See? Yeah. She's an investor over there. It's a cool club. Yeah, uh, so what's going on with Mr. Dwarman? Um, he's gallivanting. Well, 
around Tel Aviv. As we know, Noam doesn't need a big excuse not to do the podcast. He's he's three sheets to the wind, you know, wandering being, his way up Mount Masada. Right? He has an excuse not to do the podcast. He, he's not going to hesitate to to use it unless we really harass him. Uh, all right. Well, we can get started can get, and then right. he can chime in if he joins. Is this known? Oh, there he is. OK, well, speak of the timing, dev, speak of the dev. From Tel Aviv, Israel, the capital of the world Jewish conspiracy. <laughs> or is it Jerusalem? I'm not sure. I think they have offices in Tel Aviv. Yes, yes. As well as Great Neck. I believe so. Yes, and, of course. And, they and Toronto. Yeah. Noam Dorman. Hello. Hello, hello Noam. Hello, hello. I, I hope you're sober enough to do the podcast. Are you? I, I don't know if I am or not. I'm, I'm greetings from Tel Aviv. Greetings. For, what hotel are you at, by the way? Hotel Simba. Uh, Simba? Anyway, um, I hope you have a good... <laughs> Thanks for asking, Dan. I'm sure everybody at home is familiar with the name of the hotel. <laughs> well, we that's our sponsor. We have to. Oh, I didn't know. I'm, I made that. Oh. <laughs> uh, I felt. Is Coleman in the room with you? He's under the bed. Uh, no, he's under the covers. No, Coleman's yeah. not in the room with me. No. Okay, Sheba Mason. Everybody, love. Hey. Reintroduce her. As I was saying before, she's a comedian. She also runs a room. She is a pr producer of uh, comedy shows, and and um, she has and we and with her is Ian Whirl. Is that the correct pronunciation? Uh, yes. Can I ask a question? Is anyone involved in this media engagement at the moment not Jewish? Uh, well, Doug's hey. mother. Mother's, okay. My mother's Doug's Protestant. mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not... And I grew up in a working class environment, so I don't have any but of yes, the Ian Whirly, Long Ian Island affect. But Jewish. I'm Jewish. It's Whirly, but it's I'm Jewish. Whirly uh, is 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 with her. He are you a stand up? No, no, no. OK, he uh, anyway, they He's playing I, Jackie Mason. Uh, Sheba is producing and and starring in a mute. And did you write it? A musical? Well, so, no. So my mother wrote it. Oh. It's a play. It's a it's a musical comedy with a cast of eight. And it's about her 10 year relationship with Jackie Mason. Oh. And it has toured off Broadway. It's been off Broadway, Chicago, Long Island. And he's been in the show for like 10 years off and on playing Jackie Mason. And he looks oh. like Jackie Mason a little bit. <laughs> and uh, he does the voice and everything else. And you play your mother. I play my mother and I get pregnant with myself. But she wrote all the music and stuff like that, except for one song, which is called The Finger, which is where um, he explains what really happened on the Ed Sullivan show that night. Well, uh, so where where is this playing this this show now? It's at Caroline's. It's part of the New York Comedy Festival. Whoa. It's on Sunday matinees at three. <laughs> and um. <laughs> But does he hate Caroline's? No, I don't think so at oh. all. I mean, he's I. I oh. <laughs> no, Noam is very uh, does not mind if other clubs get plugged on. Noam is very secure. Oh. I mean, we're looking at it as a theater and not a comedy club because it's a match. Well, yeah, my competitor. And we don't know our competitors. We'll, yeah, we would love to do we'll it at the, the Village Underground we'll on Sunday matinees. <laughs> Village Underground is a big stage. There will be blood. The movie there will be blood. Yes, you are. You are my competitor. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I have a milkshake, and that's you have right. a milkshake. Okay, that's right. There's a thing in me that cannot be happy for another man. So, so uh, uh, I cannot take pleasure in the success of another of man. another man. So, do you consider this basically an? Uh, is it an homage to Jackie Mason, or is it, it is. Sort of a no holds barred uh, kind of a thing where we are we going to come out of this musical saying that Jackie's a great guy? Or 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 a, a flawed man, or a deeply flawed man. How are we gonna? What, what are we gonna think when we come out of this uh, musical? Well, he's like a. Uh, like it's a, like Odysseus. You're gonna say, "Wow, that guy had some troubles, but he had some successes." And and look what we got out of it. We got Sheba and Mason out of it. 
<laughs> is, is Sheba Mason in the the character Sheba Mason is a little girl in the musical? No, but you see my mother get pregnant, so I get pregnant with myself. But she Hold doesn't up. crucify him or anything. <laughs> no, no mess up this. Did he did he say like Odysseus? Yeah, he compares Jackie Mason to Odysseus. Odysseus with all right. Do I have to pretend? Do I have to pretend? That I know what that meant. Odysseus, <laughs> <laughs> the well, that was Homer's. You were talking Odyssey. about Greek diners. I thought you guys knew yeah. some Greek stuff. Homer's <laughs> Odyssey, Odysseus. Well, I don't know. I, I I don't know if that was the best analogy or not. But well, I he runs into the Cyclops, Ed Sullivan. He runs into the Tentacula. You know, her mother. You know, he runs into <laughs> all these all these problems in his life come up. Can you yeah, get rid the, of this guy? <laughs> the travails, the, the the journey. Do you, Sheba, is this cathartic for you, well, or is it painful? Question. Um, it's cathartic. I don't, you don't really feel any more pain about it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, he, he, he died. Was it a year ago? How long? We had you on the show shortly after he passed. Yeah, you had me. Um, I think it was like right after he passed. It was like August 18th or 19th. You had me. So that was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And, um, this is really a tribute to the life and legacy of Jackie Mason, wow. you know? He's played by a really cute guy, you know. Oh yeah, and we have people that are lifelong fans of his that come to the show, and they're they're coming back this week with their entire families. So you know, it's 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 an approved. It's a Jackie fan approved show. Oh wow! Yeah. And do you get? I in, love Jackie. Do you get into any of the the drama where your mother got pregnant with you? Yeah. And what was Jackie's reaction to that? Is that and is that delved into? Oh, give him one of the lines. The, the New York Times uh, referenced the song that we used to sell that event when he was in court for. A paternity suit that his mother took that Sheba's mother in real life took him to. And uh, the title of the song is I Never Met This Yenta. I Never Met This Yenta. So he goes on and says he denies the entire thing. And then, of course, the blood test proves that it's entirely right. legitimate. He has to pay child support for uh, 20. Oh, wow. She's, so, she's sort of she's sort of into it. She's she's sort of like Rhea, the Titan goddess of fertility. There you go. <laughs> the Look, coming dig out. deep. <laughs> So the song starts off with him like totally <laughs> denying it. And then by the end of it, he says, all right, I guess the baby's mine. Oh, you know? wow. <laughs> so, you know, it's a it's a it's a real story about real people. So, you know, there's even a song in it called Celebrity Seekers, where you see him being surrounded by celebrities and how annoying slash fulfilling that can be, you know, um, we have uh, a song called the Jews on the media, you know, <laughs> no, <we don't>. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you do the Jackie voice the whole time. Once in a while, we bring it up. You know, if we have to bring it up, then we'll do it. If you want to hear it, we'll give it to you. You need to hear it. Well, we'll I, that's it. good. There it is. There's even a that's nightclub really scene where he does part of his act. You know? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. With his real jokes? And, and can you do that legally? Now that he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I... <laughs> well, you know it's Jackie's joke, so it's not like he's a comedian stealing his joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's but like, all right, hard to find I'm, somebody I'm not, that can play Jackie I'm not. I'm not an attorney, yeah. but I, I I don't know what the legalities of that would be. But I won't. We, we have several on our staff. It's OK. It's okay. <laughs> but, you know, I do it. This sounds this sounds really. But you're not the only one. It <laughs> there it is. Hey, you're not the only one. Too. They come. I tell you this. What's your name? <laughs> this this he is worthy. He's playing me. <laughs> But let me tell you something. He's no Jackie base. There. I don't know. We'll have to have a Jackie. Off. We'll have to have a Jackie. This off. Man, Jack how off this right, man right makes a, Because quite frankly, I'll be honest with you. How this man makes a living. <laughs> this Ian Will. He does. By, he does doing my jokes. I'm not, I'm not even alive. So 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 this this no. show seems to like run. You know, represent the Greek masks of comedy and All right, tragedy. We'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it's it's funny. It's, it's, almost, it's almost Dionysian. Almost, almost. almost. <laughs> nice. If, if nice. Jackie drank, if Jackie drank wine, then it would be Dionysian. 
Wait, so <laughs> you, you've been doing this for 10 years? No, I'm doing So did Jackie, he was hey, familiar to, with the show. Well, <laughs> tell tell the folks what Jackie said about the show no, in early carnation. Well, in a very early carnation. Incarnation. Like, incarnation. Because, you know, my mother is a playwright. She's written other plays. And, like, she was an artist when she was dating him, too, and songwriter and stuff. So she wrote, like, about her three seasons with Jackie Mason. She had a few, like, a little musing, some musings about it. He pros. would date her every time he would come down to Florida. And then he would go back and date other people in New York. Date? Yeah. Date her. We used date. He was a real, you know, hound. <laughs> Quite the, anyway, so there was one incarnation where he actually introduced the show and he said, I can't believe this Yenta finds me so interesting that she wrote a play about me. And he was really cute about it. But, you know, they were still having sex at that time. Yeah. So this is after you were like well, well after you were born, obviously, that he was still on and off with your mom. No. So he was with her for 10 years and then I was born and then then he, said, I'm then he stopped. <laughs> right. But didn't you? Oh, oh, but the play was like was... when she was first dating him, like the first three years, she in, wrote a little bit about in, it. in the show's current iteration. It's only been running 10 years, but there are early scenes that Ginger, her mother, had written as far back as 30 years ago. Right. But did he see the one that you're doing in the past 10 years? That was my question. Oh, no, he never saw that. One. But there's a funny story. He did meet him That's briefly funny story. and told the, him that the, you were a funny story about the girlfriend. Oh, his he had a girlfriend who was like um, an Asian girl. They were in the New York Post because 2014. He, was, he was like hitting her with a phone and she accused him of cheating on her. But he, <laughs> and he started hitting her in the middle of the night with a phone. But in, in his defense, that's the only thing you could really do with AT&T phones. Is <laughs> so, um, and like uh, so she actually ended up coming to see the play at his age. He was still screwing this young, wow. much younger girl. Yeah. Or I don't know, attempting to screw. Yeah. But she came to commiserate with other people that had been screwed by Jackie. Mason. And now no one's yeah. going to do another Greek reference. <laughs> <laughs> As if we haven't had enough. As he's made his point. No, but there is something Greek about the full circle nature of all of this. No, totally. The daughter of this legendary comedian and processing, you know, all of the That's, distance, look, but also the, you know, it's, it's it does feel like there's a lot there. There's a lot, you know. And I don't know if this is interesting or not, but we also dated for like seven and a half years. Such a uh, scene. Ian, Such where are you scene. from? Uh, from New Jersey. You New mind Jersey. your business, Dan. He had a weird accent. <laughs> I mean, he has a weird. Well, he's scene. playing Jackie like, Mason. Okay. You, you know, you get lost in the middle of that. Yeah, like he almost sounds Southern sometimes, right? It's, it just seems a little weird. How does he know so much? Right? Why do you know he, so much he articulates about articulates words very well? He's, he's trained thank in the theater. You, thank you. Thank you. Why do you know so much about Greek mythology? He, he mentioned one word. I, I, I mentioned Greek Greek mythology. He, he mentioned one or two words about Greek mythology. No, I said Dionysius. He knew his drinking. Like he know, he knows. His... I know Dionysius. I study drink. myths, man. I study myths. You know, no, I, I mean, I you Joseph probably don't Campbell. remember no, but I, I'm also a former employee of yours. I two weeks before you turned the Village Underground into uh, the Comedy Cellar, oh, wow. I was an audio engineer in the Village Underground. I was hired oh, for two wow. weeks, and then and they said we're turning it into a comedy place. I said about two weeks. It's two weeks. It's not that I don't remember. I no, because let's be honest you. about it. He had more than I don't weeks. know. I have no There's idea who I'm work. talking to. <laughs> There's less work than a competent person does in a day. It takes a year worth of two weeks to plug in a thing. And then poof, and he would and it turns into a car. Goes, <laughs> no, look at no. Um, well, where's Noam smirking at? Well, because he's trying to get a sentence out. I'm sorry. Noam? No, it was good. Dan got some laughs say, at home. It was good what he did. It, were you going to say you didn't remember? You don't remember everybody that worked there. I can't see anybody, so I can't tell. Oh. You can't see? You can't see? It's it? dark. It's dark. You see us on the camera. It's very dark. Well, the cameras are side shots. I can't. I, 
I can't. It's so anyway, small on my, on my, I, I little, on my little laptop. I wouldn't expect you to remember. <laughs> anyway, um, you no, do you have the, any? The great, the great yeah. god of memory. <laughs> that, that that's Nemosi, and that was oh, a, wow. one, one of the nine muses is uh, well, of memory. Maybe, maybe, oh, this maybe man he knows his. Maybe he does history. know the great. great he clearly does. Nemosi, like mnemonic. Yeah, I'm mnemonic. You got, you got. I it. will be darned. It's all coming together. So, so um, yeah. So, so uh, are you still running that room? By the way, the three monkeys. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. That's your room. Um, your your. Uh, it's a bar, but you do shows there. Um, so <laughs> yep. I don't know if you want to plug that. I mean, Noam, Noam is not insecure. Not not. insecure. Well, how could he be insecure? I mean, when you run the comedy cellar, yeah, it, it's very hard to be in, in threatened. Uh, Noam has a heavy <laughs> piece. <laughs> well, mostly I'm here to plug the play. Okay. The Jackie Mason musical has an extension. Yeah, we got extended because it was extended. so busy. At the, yeah. Oh, wow. Discount. Yeah. If you get uh, tickets before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Where can people get tickets? The Jackie Mason musical dot com. And like, what is the discount code? T-H-A-N-K-S. Thanks. You put in the discount code, discount code. Thanks. You'll get a discount. I met I met uh, Sheba's mother uh, at Three Monkeys. And she, yeah. she, she kind of she's it looks just like Sheba. I mean, she's <laughs> she's a little spark spitfire, you know, with big, big hair and <laughs> and, uh, you know, very, very um, sweet woman. I uh, enjoyed <laughs> meeting her. And then your father, the or your stepfather, the rabbi or the yeah, cancer. cancer. Yeah, you met him, too. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway I, I handpicked you that night because they were coming that's right yeah i actually said they're coming can you perform because i knew they would they would find you special is your mother jewish as well sheba yeah okay. she's jewish yeah. remember my mother read your book and wrote a really good review oh that's for you. right she did yes yeah. uh which by the way is available on amazon i was bureau before covid available on amazon i go which parts of this are true because well not the part where i was like screwing a much younger girl that part's not true <laughs> he's like other than that the whole thing is about me what's that no, what's I, but, but that, I didn't say that i i mean <laughs> I know. if i said that it's not true <laughs> in fact it's one of the few parts of the book that is true <laughs> but the part that's not true is that i i the character in the book won an oscar for best original screenplay that part's not true and had a you know and that part's not true uh and well, the, you gotta have some poetic license well, it's not an autobiography. It's it's a novel. I used my life as as fodder, but not it wasn't autobiographical. I mean, it was autobiographical elements, but it wasn't an autobiography. It was not an autobiography. Noam, can I ask you what what you're doing in Israel? I'm I'm the guest of the Israeli government. Uh, they're they're trying to they're trying to convince me to be pro-Israel. Well, they don't have to work too hard for that. But I know. you were just in Israel, right? Yeah. I was there for about a month. What? How's the food? Uh, the f- the food in Israel is quite good. Um, I, we have not had it. <laughs> We've been eating in these kosher restaurants. Oh, why? Because <laughs> the Israeli government um, is putting, I, I don't know. But the, uh, on the whole, the trip has been fantastic. Oh, good. Uh-huh. What's been the, what's been a, can you give us a couple of highlights? Yeah, we, we we I I walked through a Hezbollah tunnel. Wow, amazing! Hezbollah? Oh wow! Yeah, I saw uh, the I I was went all the way up to an Iron Dome battery. I uh, we met the guy in charge of the Gaza um, interface that allows you know goods to go back and forth. We we, we spoke to a lot of interesting people. Wow. You're going to have to tell us all about that. Okay, well, we'll um I think um we'll wait till Noam gets back to hear more uh, 
details, but I think we need to wrap this up. I'll have to consult uh, the Greek god of uh, uh, Terminus. Is <laughs> Morpheus? Was Morpheus a Greek god? Kronos, Kronos. If you're running out of time, that's Kronos. No, but no, the, the god <laughs> sleep, sleep, right? Was Morpheus. Oh, more, maybe. I don't know that one. You want to play? That's where I, you get morphine from? It might be. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, like in, in Morpheus, well, somebody can look that up because Noam, I'm saying Noam seems tired and it's it's late there in Israel. <laughs> um, it's like two in the morning for Noam. Oh, yeah. shit. Is it? I, it's 144. I Morpheus is a morning. god associated with sleep and dreams. Ancient Greece. Must okay. be where morphine comes from. Probably is. Uh, Very nice, yeah, Shiva. Yeah, All right. Like let Tom go to sleep. Thank you for listening and watching. Those of you who are, I guess, watching us, the video. Uh, podcast at ComedyCellar.com for all your comments, suggestions. Um, thank you, uh, Sheba. What did you guys talk about for the first 25 minutes? We talked. Well, we talk How Netanyahu... Netan oh, is, is he... Who's, 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 who's... What's going on there politically? No, just quickly. Is he is he going to be the president? Okay, we don't Prime know. Minister. Uh, Prime, Prime Minister. Prime Minister, I think, I think he sorry. is, yeah. We talked about Farrakhan before you got... We talked about Farrakhan, yeah. how he, he looks amazing for 89, and he's still uh, still vigorous and dynamic. Uh, he had had cancer too, like twenty yeah. years ago. Uh, uh, Nicole, any any thoughts? Nothing from me. Okay, once again, Bingham to New York. Uh, podcasted. <laughs> well, they're very tight-lipped up there. Podcasted <laughs> comedyseller.com for comments and suggestions. Thank you, Sheba. Thank you, Ian Worley. Thank you. Thank you, Dove Davidoff. Yes, we will see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>